Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 891 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined today by James Dean Raider. He's got his best Thursday sweater on. Ben Funky Askren's here. The piles have no power, like many people in the Austin, Texas area, but that's not going to stop us. Still no power? Still no power. Our children stayed wow. with the Braves last night. Really? We, we just braved the cold at, uh, in our home. It wasn't, it's not that bad, but it's getting colder. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. we get it You'd back. You'd be surprised that, that your, your temperature actually doesn't go down that much over the course of a night if you keep everything, clo- you know, everything stays closed. Yeah, I remember it happened to us. Maybe it was like three or four degrees. It wasn't well, nothing terrible. Yeah, uh, so not great, but it's okay. Happy to be here inside this uh, slightly warm. It's getting like warm, baby. Kind of warm uh, studio <laughs> with a whole weekend of wrestling to discuss. We've got the Zagreb going on in Croatia. We've got some great duels going on yeah. this weekend, starting tomorrow. Um, any, anything top of mind, Ben or JD? You want to uh, start with? Yeah. Evan Harrison Buzakayev. That oh was so much gosh. fun. That is, it was great. That, I mean, Buzakayev can never seem to. He only outdoes himself every single. Just when you think there's a new <laughs> crazier thing, I, it was classic Hendo. I knew it was coming. Hendo's got a gas tank and loves to push pace. I think Buzakayev knew too. He wanted to end this match in the first period so bad, so bad, and uh, he just couldn't. And yeah, he gave up. It was he almost did. He was, damn, he was damn close to ending it, yeah. but he didn't. The thing with Musakayev, and so what? It's it's a vintage. If you don't know who Ismail Musakayev is, he's a Dagestani. You're really, you're really missing out if you don't. You're know. really missing out on the most action-packed wrestle because for the first period, <laughs> you think this is maybe one of the greatest wrestlers you've ever watched. No, he is. No, no, no. If he if he had a three-minute matches, he would likely be the best in the world. Yeah, he he is ridiculous, but he. Falls off a cliff in a way you don't, you just so don't, see, you don't see, even in international wrestling, you don't see it the way he falls off a cliff. He's a 65 kilogram wrestler. Um, he's wrestled for Hungary now. And um, he does, I mean, he was up 9 0 or up nine points on Yanni, and Yanni teched him. 
He was, he was up, up here. nine on Evan. He didn't tech him. He cautioned him out. Oh yeah, he got cautioned out. They didn't oh, even get the chance to, <laughs> to tech him. He just got cautioned out. Um, so he's a he's a disaster. But he, we love him. We do love him. But so I do. He's my goat. I can't. I, I don't know if we can play it. If we're gonna, I know we can play the match. Are we going to? Because um, it's 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 amazing. Oh, to, I mean, I wasn't ready for us to play it, but there are some great clips. I mean, the thing. This is the thing about. Uh, I was saying Nick Lee. Nick Lee was just kind of shooting without setups, you know. And Harrison would like, you know, grab his arm and pull on it, and like, and like make him work. And then when he shot, there was a few like lengthy scrambles, which is exactly what you need to do against someone like that to make him tired. So Henderson had a a great strategy and game plan. And the thing is, he was down eight and nine points. But yeah. against Musakai, it doesn't matter because if you're still in it in minute four, there's a decent chance you're going to win. Yeah, because he cannot. He can't go minutes five and six. He can't. He can't. He has to. <laughs> he has to tech. And I think if, if if he needs to go to a doctor, he has to have some sort of condition. You have to. You He's have to go to a doctor. You have to go out of your way to Christian. Benjamin. You don't think he's using other substances? I'm sure he is. What you mean, like smoking cigarettes? Well, I don't know about that. No, I was talking about PEDs. Does they he look PEDs like he's on PEDs? He's what on pe- something. I think he just doesn't drink cardio. Are you crazy? <laughs> what kind of PED Christian. makes you... Listen, he should be able McLaren to... McLaren Report. What are you talking about, McLaren Report? The McLaren Report is the report where it showed how many of these people actually use PEDs. And the amount of wrestlers, in Russian wrestlers that tested positive, it was like 200. 200 positive tests. Like, they're all on it. Yeah, I. But for the record, he would no longer be on that state-sponsored program. Yeah, he's Hungarian now. One. In fact, they would want him to lose. Yeah, they want him to lose. I think there's. I think he's still got the same PED dealer, but they're sending him. I don't carbon monoxide or something. Like, it, you know who else was electric? Boltukayev. Uh, <laughs> Boltukayev. Yes. Yeah. So he he got really Real. tired, but nothing like this. I I don't. If he's on PEDs, it should help his performance. His performance is not enhanced. He should get on. Well, uh, they need to get the what, right stuff. They need what did TJ Dillashaw take? EPO. EPO? Yeah, EPO. They need to give some of that. He just he just needs an elliptical machine. No, <laughs> never so, change, Moose. So, never change. Yeah, I know. It's it's as predictable as the sun. This guy getting tired. It was a great match. Henderson ends up winning, uh, but man, his reattack by fall so easy. Like it's just so good. He's so smooth until he's not, and then it. He's got a little paunch on his belly though too. Like, really, I think it's that. I think it's that HGH gut where it's like pushing out all his muscles. Okay. Oh my gosh, that is, <laughs> that is just a ridiculous takedown. This is my this is my Wait. favorite takedown. Oh, that's one you're talking about right there, where he reshoots off the fake. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that was whoop, good. Whoop. Yeah, if you're just watching Hendo like kind of fakes, and then all of a sudden Mr. Kaib is just behind him. Yeah. Yeah, he's so clean. With that, with basically out even touching him. Yeah, and then at one point, are you like, is he's in trouble because he gets up nine? He's up nine two here. And it's up gets, seven right now. A four pointer yeah. ends it. Yeah, he wanted. So, H- Henderson's like pulling on stuff, you know, and hanging, and then creating scrambles. Like that's what you need. Uh, you know, Nick Lee. Like, even th- this scramble is great. He gets so tired in this scramble. They go here for like thirty seconds. Henderson actually did something really tricky there, where he stepped over the second leg. Now Musakai's got to work. Yeah, because in freestyle uh, you have to get that leg out. Yes. To get the takedown. Now they're back here. It's like Merkel I mean, position. It, it, Yes, this is a this is a hard working scramble right here. I mean, it, that's didn't, a, it didn't look like Musakayev had to do much. Maybe that's a lot of work. You got to sprawl there. You got to sprawl. Oh. He's got to be sprawled, engaged the whole time, or he's getting taken down. So his oh, his hips okay. are engaged. 
the whole time. Yeah. It's about the hip engagement. Hip People engagement. Forget, yeah. Forget it's the a, hip engagement factor. Um, so man, this match is so much fun. This guy, Boom, yeah, another he, one, right? See, Harrison's pulling on him, pulling on him. This is what you need to do to this guy right here. It, 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 like I said it's easier said than done. Look at this, Peterson. This is beautiful. This is straight. It really is. It was oh so my nice. God. He even went the other way. <laughs> a lot of people try to go towards no, like no, the yeah. shoulder way. He went that was the, the hip right way. way to go for sure. Yeah. This, oh, this is awesome by Henderson though. How he gets here. Yeah. And, oh, he scares him and then tricky. comes back. That was he did tricky. get scared. What you know? What's funny here is usually after there's an exposure, they won't give a takedown, but they do. They gave a two point takedown as opposed to a one point reversal. There. If you come up to your feet, they're giving takedowns. Because if you watch, um, did you watch? Yeah, you watch Musakayev Nick Lee. He gets a yeah. takedown, and Nick Lee comes up to his feet, and Musakayev drops single to double and finishes, and they give him another oh, two. Yeah. They go two and two. So this is Christian's yeah. favorite part of the match. This is the best part because the clock <laughs> he won't is go going. To the he won't go to his corner. He's just sitting That's in the too middle much of the effort. Ma- Honestly, he's the co- corner. What are the, what, what are those? What are those Hungarian coaches going to tell him? The, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they I don't just even think speak it, the right language. But I don't even know why he went there. <laughs> Because he doesn't uh, make it to his corner until three seconds are left. And now he's got to go back. He, he just has oh, to get wiped so down. Great. He doesn't even get one so towel just, flap. They don't start the toweling process till after 30-second break. Here here he comes. Well, that's why he went over. Yes. if you go, you get the extra five seconds. Yeah. That, and that makes all the yeah. difference for him here. It's yep. kind of funny when these guys, like uh, <laughs> I, the Kyle Snyder's opponent this morning took a, a really obvious long, longer. But I don't know how much they, I mean, how much... Time do you actually need to truly recover? So much when you're that yeah minutes. It's like, so Many like minutes. take a thirty second one is not it's not going to do it. Uh, it might help. It, a it might get feel better for like the you know yeah. in, oh until gosh, the yeah. first scramble. He feels pretty good here. He gets a he gets immediate. It'll give oh. you a nice burst. Yeah, he's like I really need that go to go behind to be worth four points here. But uh, here I go. So you think it's you think it's just uh, HGH belly. Not uh, I mean, I don't think he's fat. I don't think there's fat on there. If we were yeah. to take down a singlet, I bet it would be pretty lean. Oh, my oh gosh. that was smooth. A little <laughs> overtime side so by fun. foot sweep. Yeah. I'm sure, this is, I love this part too, where he just doesn't get up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because Evan's all the way back and he's just like still sitting there on the edge. It's really, if you show this to like a high school wrestler, I wonder how, like, doesn't watch any international wrestler, be like, what is this? It's like why it doesn't even is that legal? Can I do that? It doesn't even compute to be this tired in a, in a match, and he does it literally every time. Yeah, it's unless weird. he unless he texts them. Um, so it's well, it's, no, but sometimes I mean I had this with Mitchell. And I had this conversation. He actually gets two more here. This is wild because he sits yeah. through he does and the pops Kindig. Back. Kindig, how to shell? Yep. Boom! Oh, that was so. Yeah, all right. Uh, but Mitchell, I had this conversation about how the international guys get so tired, and I think I think a decent factor of it is um, some of some of the Europeans, Russians, those that type, they they have an agreement to like not go hard, so then they don't push each other, so then they're not pushed, you know, and then they get the junior worlds and they like they fall like at junior worlds. I don't know what it is, but there's more of them that get tired, like Musakayev, that just like fall fall over. Yeah, it's it's really strange. Hey, so did Jaden Cox not wrestle? I was looking through the bracket. No, he got hurt at Deglane. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was, it was kind of known he wasn't going to be competing. Okay. So no, no Snyder, Jaden until, uh, I guess, Final X. Most yeah. If uh, Jaden stays up. Which Jaden, you know, he said he's he's staying up, but 
till 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 it happens. I'm not I'm not as sure. Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, JD wants to say his piece. I don't know what this is, but it says JD I definitely wants to say peace his piece. as in uh, not peace the peace pie. fingers. I think it's the peace the other way. For yeah, sure. it is correct. So I don't know who, who questioned being there, but I was correct. Uh, just very quickly uh, on yesterday's freestyle folk style thing, I, I held my tongue back a little bit because there's no point Hold in even tongue. saying this because uh, it will never ever happen. But it is my opinion um, that if you pull a thousand people who have never watched wrestling, who have never seen folk style wrestling or freestyle wrestling, and you say which is the more entertaining product, most of them would choose freestyle. Uh, obviously, it is, it is a matter of preference. Some people would prefer folk style. That is undeniable. Um, but I also think that most people would select freestyle as the better product. And you could never change the freestyle because too many high school coaches, whatever, have never wrestled freestyle, yeah. don't watch freestyle. They only know folk style. And that's why people like folk styles because they wrestled folk style in youth club and high school. So that's what they watched in college. And the NCAA tournament is so popular because of teams, not because it is freestyle or folk style. And if college were to change to freestyle, eventually high school would immediately change as well. And in 30, 40 years, once everybody did freestyle for that amount of time, it would just be the new norm. And uh, most people would be happy. And yeah. we we would just uh, – a lot of people wouldn't even uh, – we would just forget about folk style. Like we forget about a lot of things from wrestling from – 50, 60 years ago, but there's no point in debating it. We can debate all in all. It doesn't matter. It will never happen. So I, that's um, just, I wanted to say my I don't like I don't disagree with your your sentiment or your point. I don't think at all. Um, obviously, I would prefer that we keep folk style because I think it's a great style, and we can yeah. still do freestyle, and we're still doing great, and I don't see the issue. Uh, I suppose the only thing I would debate with you is um, why are we polling non-wrestling fans? I think we should pull like, <laughs> Maybe because wrestling like fans people, right now have people who are loo- people are loosely like into wrestling, but like they, they kind of know of it, but they're not quite where they turn on a Friday night tool meet. That type okay. of people. Okay, that's fair. That's like our warmest market where we can draw those people in. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually I like folk style a lot. I think it should be improved. Just just like I thought freestyle had to be improved in the ball draw two out of three era. You can yes. improve it without materially changing. It completely huge. So, um, I like that. I mean, we have freestyle style. is such a different product with uh, with a, a rule set that actually makes sense compared to what it was. For sure, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I like our little wrestling dynamic. I like that we got seasons. I like the variety. It's the spice of life, JD. Surely you know this. Um, but no, I get what you're saying as well. Mm-hmm. Ben had a great mental Monday. Um, I listen. Did it come out on Monday? Did I just? Am I just now? Uh, I do it? it on Tuesday. I mean, sometimes if I just get busy on Monday, I'll just do it the next day. Like mental Monday. Shoot, I I didn't Coming get Tuesday. to it. I'll just I'll just call it mental Monday. I'll just do it when I do it. Sometimes it's not even Tuesday. Sometimes it's Wednesday if I get really busy. Okay, don't try yeah. to pin him down. <laughs> okay, the segment. Check, so check yeah, what you like? What you like most about it? It was, it was lo- all about why. 
Athletes so, don't give enough effort. Yeah, so I, I – well, a lot of it just really just resonated with me in my, you know, short time as a, as a coach for whatever, eight or so years, um, making them believe. And, like, how – how you, you, the first thing you start with is just, like, how few kids actually believe they can oh, yeah. be good or, or reach their goals. I know that was the case for, for me, not for lack of – I don't think due to lack of coaching support or parental support. I just think – for whatever reason, I just didn't actually, in my own mind, believe. Um, and so, no you mean one. When you were a kid, when I, I even when I was in high school, I don't know if I really thought I could be good at anything in sports. Okay. Um, yeah. For sure, and not not through lack. I had good coaches. My parents like definitely gassed me up, but I don't think I internally believed it. Um, so I think it is a huge. I do, but I guess my my thought was when I think about the kids that had success that I I coached with. Most of them, all the the best ones I coach had one. I I definitely like tried to instill that in them, but they also had parents that were extremely supportive and really yes. thought they were awesome and really believed in them. And I think that's like, I think that's a, probably a, one of the bigger challenges you run into. It probably takes a little bit longer with those kids where maybe the parental support is not. Um, on par with what you're experiencing. Or I did have some kids, and there were, these were rarer, but where the the coaches and the teachers and the adults in the school were basically their positive role models and parental figures mm, by yeah. and large. And you had some kids that were just – I coached a kid whose parents were literally in prison for selling drugs, and this kid would literally do anything. You asked – by far one of the hardest workers I ever – ever had and he was like this for the football coach he was like this he was a straight a student um got into virginia tech engineering like this kid was just like kind of like a roman bravo young type of overcomer and like to him like the parents that were like his teachers and coaches and he wanted to do everything to please but a lot most of the kids fall in the middle well they have parents they're around they're involved but they're not like you know they don't really believe in them. And if you don't have the coaches, then I think you get a lot of kids that kind of just slot in that sort of yeah. mediocre thing. But it was... And I think some parents don't like... Um, some parents are in that category where they're not like... They don't like tell their kids they can't do it. They're not negative. But they're also like... They don't even like discuss the topic. Like, you can do this and here's how you're going to do it. You got to yeah. work hard. You got to have discipline. You got... You know what I'm saying? Like... They don't tell their kids that, you know, mm-hmm. and they just, so it's just kind of like a little bit left unsaid. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of those as well. hundred percent. And I know just seeing how work and wrestling work together was like really eye opening to me and help when you see it happen for other people, it makes you believe that it can happen for all these other kids too. Like, yeah. um, yeah, so it's pretty, pretty good. And then, um, another big thing is like showing them that. So your second point was showing what, what? hard work looks like and like yeah, make sure yeah, they see sure. that. And it's interesting because it's like you don't know what you look like when you're working out. You may even actually think you're you're going really hard. So it is important that you see like how it yeah. is. But I think there's also like is there ever an element of like how how do you have the kid like reflect on the their effort right in the moment too? Cuz like in their um, minds they might be actually doing it. Yeah, I think I show them the high school kit. You know, like for like I, I said in the video, like the the intensity of the high school group is just so much higher than, than the way they work. And so it's like, 
you know, we don't, we kind of have a separation between high school and youth, but sometimes there's camps or, you know, once in a while a kid will come or they'll private lesson and be around. It's like, watch the high school kids, watch how they work. And so you're telling me you want to do the, do this stuff, but you don't work like them. And so like when they see what hard is, then it, it's a little different to like, Oh, that makes sense. And that was kind of what I brought up in the video is like, you got to show that, show them that. And uh, that's why having those older kids that are so locked into it is so important. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah. good stuff. Check it out. AWA Facebook page. Absolutely. Want to? Uh, Kyle Snyder had a had a good match against Azerbaijan. I encourage you to check that one out. It's on the site. Uh, he won. Um, who's the other good match that I watched yesterday? Was it Nolf? Maybe I think Nolf had a really good match, right? In yeah. finals, he had a couple of close close-ish matches but he won them all he had a criteria win he had a close win but he got and the done. guy from iran he was a world medalist right yeah Mommy. yes he's good yes oh yeah the kura mega meta he's tough also correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he's oh good. yeah so yeah team usa still rolling uh we got updates and some archives going up on the site right now so check those out and we head to uh the weekend in wrestling which yeah, the uh picks, baby awesome friday you had the picks i can't i can't do worse uh than i did last week i technically i Bro, could i could get oh everything wrong god I've, i haven't had a week like that ever where i just missed ever so badly but you okay. think jd changed them on you to make you make you wrong so he caught i know up. for a fact he did <laughs> and that's why um i waited until this show to for the sting front him to confront him check the tapes check the tapes yeah no you check them it's not good so the the big duel this weekend is Friday night at the Cavelli Center, Penn State at Ohio State. But we've got a lot of other really good matches as well. Iowa's wrestling Minnesota, Nebraska Purdue, uh, Iowa State Pittsburgh, which will have younger Nino, as we mentioned. Cole uh, Matthews Swiderski, but that match unfortunately lost uh, quite a bit of steam over the past. It did. It's still a big match. Three weeks. Say. Yeah, it's still it's still probably going to be close. Um, oh yeah. Close for but, sure. Well, every Cole Matthews match is close. But <laughs> yes, if Swiderski couldn't get away from Carter Young, and now Cole Matthews is a different sort of problem. This yeah, is true. From the top yeah, I would probably advise taking neutral. Yeah, and then not getting taken down. Boy, that's your path to victory. You coach in the big leagues. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, also, sort of in the realm, Nathan Tomasello to Cliff Keen Wrestling Club. Which, uh, where where was he? Because I remember he was in a, like starter's own club or something. Yeah, and then, he was coaching now, at right? um, he was coaching at his high school, um, the the Christian Academy, Cuyahoga, Falls, Cuyahoga yeah. Valley, yeah, or Valley, yeah. And then I um, think he was starting a club in conjunction with that, but yeah, maybe decided to come back. Yeah, he's coming back. He'll be wrestling sixty one. Oh, 61. Oh, interesting. Okay. This season, this at least, season. yeah. Uh, I, I would assume yeah. 57. Uh, him, him going year after. 65 would be no way, Jose. Man, uh, I remember seeing him last year. He was like, he was almost 70. He was like thinking about going 70. He was so big. But now he's back down. Did you just say Nathan Tomasella 70 kilograms? He he talked about it with you me. You shut on, your son. mouth. Come on, son. You shut your mouth. Listen, tell him he can't. <laughs> NATO's a beast. <laughs> so good get for uh, Cliff King Wrestling Club. They lost. Uh, Suriano, I guess, and uh, Michich is now back in Indiana. So, oh really? 
What yeah. did he just do? Is he not training anymore or what? He trains in Indiana. Uh, Even before the who? World Championships, that's what he was doing. Yeah, he like left right after and went to – he trains there. He's, he hasn't been with Cliff King. Who's he training with? I think uh, – what's the guy's name? Paul Petroff. Who? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're that good, there's not a lot of people – I don't know if you guys realize this. When you're good enough to place at the Worlds, there's not really a lot of dudes that you can go with. So, like, there's not a lot of places you can train. This is the guy he trained with uh, leading up to Worlds, and he got bronze. Uh, Paul Petrov wrestled it at Bucknell. He, he was good. Um, well, who's his coach? I think his dad. Is his dad a wrestler? I don't think so. <laughs> Interesting setup. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about that. Sergey Belogodzov? I know he does wrestled. quite a bit of you know traveling around. To to sure to different clubs and whatnot as well. Have him up at AWA. Sure, uh, you are always welcome to come up to AWA, to AWA whenever you want, Stevan Micic. All right, open invite. Um, open invite. Open invite to a lot of people. I, I usually get on with everybody. Um, dang, that's interesting. But that this is really interesting that he's training and he's you know wants to compete at the world level and he's. Uh, I, I don't know Paul Petrov's. So I, I I need to wrestle stat him, see how good he really was. Because man, I mean, it's hard. He, he was like NCAA qualifier type of guy. Okay, not all American. I mean, kind of, we were talking about this yesterday a little bit and kind of indirectly. But when um, when you get to a certain level, you know, we're talking about in specific in reference to Max Murin. If you're like a top ten NCAA guy, you can't you can't go that low before all of a sudden it's not competitive. You know, you get down to like the 30, 40, 50 rank, those guys just they're just not gonna go with you. They're just not good enough, you know? And that's you know, that's kind of the problem with actually doing some type of international wrestling league in America is there's such a drop off, even in you know, after the first couple. Like how many guys can go with Burroughs or how many guys can go with Taylor? And the answer is like almost none. So that's why it's like, okay, well, you have to kind of train at certain specific places because you got to have guys who, you know, maybe don't have to go be able to beat you in live, but they also got to be able to wrestle situationally with you and get better places. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's an interesting setup, but, uh, it, it works for okay. him. Or it's working now. We'll see. Well, he was at Michigan for a long time, obviously. Yeah. Very long time. Okay, enough of that. Let's, enough. Do we want to do picks, or we want to talk about just the weekend at large? Um, I want to do picks. This guy just lives for the picks. I, I love I think, it. I think one duel a week, um, starting maybe next year. You should you should do the actual line for the duel. Like, yeah. What like would that. what would the line be for Penn State Ohio State? Um, oh, he he's got it. He's well, got his own bookie. Can, yeah. He's a true degenerate here. <laughs> Uh, I can probably tell you the official line here. I can actually um, place the wager with my probably guy. A, probably like 11 or 12 because it was nine and yeah. a half for, for Iowa. That's a dangerous line because that can go one way or the other real fast. You said it. It could go yeah. one way, but there's also the other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and there's certain duels where a lot of the matches are mismatches, and you're like, there's no way those are going to flip. Mm-hmm. But this one... Betfred Sports Iowa has the line at Betfred. Is that the Betfred. name? Betfred. Betfred. Uh, Thirteen and a half <laughs> for mm. Iowa. For I'll wait. bet that for sure. Because forty-one. Could... Oh well, we're we're talking about Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah. Let me find oh, that. this guy. 
He's on. He's got. He's got golfers no, on the mind. Forty-one's competitive. Sixty-five's competitive. Uh, Ninety-seven is relatively competitive. Um, you know, I think a few of those maybe could. I mean, seventy-four you know, is. They got match lines for this one too, which they haven't had in the past. Uh, fourteen and a half for Penn State. Ooh, and they have. Ooh, I'm taking that for sure. The Emilio yeah. as a uh, plus three twenty-five. Plus three twenty-five for the guy that's eight and zero. Might throw a couple chink chinks oh, in there. And that. Alex, Alex Facundo at plus one twenty. Mm. Do you have to be an Iowa resident to do it with Betfred? Or is this like your buddy yes. Fred that just had made his own website called Betfred? Or is this like nothing? I don't know how it started, but um, yes, you do need to be an Iowa. Damn it. Christian, <laughs> next plane. Yeah. Bet that line hard. Yeah, so 14 and a half. So wait, which do you like? You you said you – which side do you like? Ohio State? Uh, I would bet Ohio State because I think they're going to win 25 – 25 and 49 probably for sure and then they gotta if they get probably one more i'd say they're within that yeah i think they'll probably win 65 too i think yeah, yeah that's, that's my opinion there. i don't hate facundo at plus 120 though no not as much as i like d'amelio at plus 300 yeah plus 325 yeah. that's that's interesting i don't think d'amelio's gonna win that one good value though good value it's all about the value Dillian is eight zero, so why can't he win? So just to remind everyone now, I now JD took the lead in second place from Christian, so I, now I'm seven picks up. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's well, not. That, JD keeps making more and more picks every week. Like usually we did like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. There's more and more. Now duels. last week, JD had fifteen. Lots of picks. Yeah, that's a lot. So Penn mm-hmm. State, Ohio State, minus fourteen and a half. For Ohio State or for Penn State, that's a lot of points, a lot of perns. Okay, Roman Bravo Young versus Jesse Mendez. This is probably the match I'm most excited about. Um, yes, I'm excited also. Meet. RBY a two and a half point favorite. This is probably r- dead on. So RBY beat Ragason by two. He pinslayed Brody Teske. Uh This is a tough one. I think this is right uh, on. Not for me. I'm taking RBY on this one. The two and a half is Whoa. too close. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's had, okay. He's had the one two points match against Ragason, but honestly, for this season, that's kind of an outlier. Yeah, he's been killing everyone. Yeah. yeah. Jesse Mendez. I'm I'm very high on Jesse Mendez. I've been high on him all season, even after he took the loss. Take the L, Beth. After he took the L bath, but I just uh, R- yeah, RBY is different planet right now. Um, yes. I don't see uh, really the only match I see even being competitive would be a Dayton fix match this year with him. Dang. Oh wait. Well, I mean, he had a competitive match with Dylan. Would you not call that? He was losing yeah, going, into was was going into the domination, second period. Domination, two points. Obviously, it's not domination, but like domination. Domination. It was never in doubt. Even after Ragson took him down, nobody is going. Dylan Ragson is going to win this match. No, but the, that, it was that doesn't mean it wasn't competitive. It was competitive. Well, for sure. my uh, idea of competitive is there ever a doubt in my mind? There will never be in my mind for the rest of the season. There will never be a RBI. Will never be. A loss in doubt until he wrestles Dayton Fix. Dang. Well, well. So the the sad part is he's not, he's 
not going to ever wrestle Vito and Dayton. It's either one or the other because the only place they can meet up is... Well, Vito Seed could get messed Vito up because could... he lost to Latona. He could oh. be a four. That's interesting. Yeah, it could. You're right. He could go on a four. Yeah. So maybe did Vito do this on purpose? <laughs> the long yeah. con. The long so con. that he had to go through both. <laughs> That's, oh, yeah. He just conned himself because now he has to beat... Uh, well, I guess it doesn't really I guess he would have had to either way. Either he way. Yeah, he's got to be both no matter what. Order. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think your point about the Ragson match just being an outlier in general is the thing. And they've wrestled three times. They've wrestled a lot. So Dylan's been able to get a feel for him to an extent to slow it down. First crack for Mendez. Uh, yeah. Two and a half. Because... Here's the thing, and here's why I'm going to go Roman. I think Roman's at minimum going to get one takedown, right? I think that's happening. And then all he really needs is either to ride out that period or to ride out if Mendez takes bottom. Or if Mendez takes neutral, there's basically a point baked in there. So three is not quite – three is, I think, spot on. So I'm going to take Roman to cover that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, is he going to get away? Maybe, but – not if Roman Man, wants to keep not him if, down. Not if RBY doesn't want to. RBY's been riding people real hard. Yes. And I like Jesse, and he'll get a, probably another crack at him. Uh, at Big Tens, you would assume. Eh, Bird's in there. Bird. Keenan, he's, he's been be- having a little tough go, but. He yeah, is tough. Ragason, the Big Ten's pretty pretty. So I got Roman covering this. Um, I think three and a half. Maybe I would think a little harder about it. And this I, made me think. I would think. consider it the other way. I would consider it, but um, yeah. All right, Sasso, Shane Van Ness. We didn't do a line for Bo versus uh, Dylan. He couldn't come up with a line. You were I scared. think it'd be a pick him for sure. Be a pick him. I maybe get Bo a point. I'd probably get Bo. A point wow. And a half. Really? Not a point and a half. Well, you, okay, a half that's point is just a pick That's too easy then, because Dylan could win or he could lose by a point. And that, that if Bo wins, it's probably going to be by a point. Yeah, too easy. But, like, a pick em, so many people would go just Bo. Mm-hmm. But Dylan's 8-0. No. These people don't know this. These people don't know this. They don't know that. They're not, wa- they're not watching Junior World Team Trials. I think they're watching Super 32. Come on. They know, <laughs> they know who these guys were when they were wrestling. Plus, even despite that, my pick would be my pick would be Bo. Yeah, up. he's still been better this year. Yeah, um, Dylan, after he got hurt, has not been quite the same. Yeah. All right, fine. We won't do that one. Sasso, Shane Van Ness, two and a half points for young Sammy. Max Ooh. Murin beat him by three. This is tough. Yeah, I was really surprised Max Murin beat him by three. I did not think there'd be a two takedowns in that match. That not that was surprising guy. to me. JD knew. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Van Ness. Maybe to my own peril. I'm so I'm kind of with you. I think bad performance by n- not a good performance from Shane probably against Max. Yes. Um, a little bit of a bounce back. Wrestles him tough. Yes. Um, you know, I, yeah, I just think a little improvement there. I think it's a Sasso win, but I'm going Van Ness also here. You seen okay, yeah. Ben? Uh, I'm going. Wait, you said Sasso? No, SV, I'm going. Minette. I'm going Sasso. Okay. After Sasso, Ooh, that's not crazy. 
after Sasso took that loss, he, he's been wrestling pretty good um, what's, what's, to Real Budo. Yeah. He hasn't wrestled anyone super tough, but uh, I just I haven't been quite as impressed with Shane Van Ness this year as I thought I would be coming in. I, I, I feel similar. He's not quite... And, and we knew there was an element of... You were super high on him. I'm super high. I mean, I'm not selling... I'm, 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 I'm not Shane... Your diamond Shane hands. Sparks, but I think they, they need him to be really good at some point in his career. Um, and I think it'll happen. Well, but yeah. there's a few of these freshmen like that. Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Or you did, like Facundo, you mean? Yeah, Facundo. Facundo made I mean, a jump from last year to this year. Definitely made a jump. Definitely. The thing yeah, about Shane, though, is that like, we don't know if he took a jump because we didn't get to see him wrestle last year. And that really. was the big question. So you got to remember, he wrestled two matches last year. He didn't do any yep. freestyle. So we hadn't seen him hardly at all. We haven't seen him do a full season in a really long time. And then he comes out. And he's really good in that first uh, at Michigan State uh, or his first couple of tournaments. Before he he, the Black Knights, Black Knight, um, collegiate, uh, he looked good there until he yeah he, he had the three to two with yeah. Nero. Yeah, he looked good in that match. Um, sorry, I was looking up Sasso, and I'll get back to Shane. But yeah, since losing mm-hmm. to Real Buto, major pin, major major tech pin, not not oh, against Murderer's Row, go. but. Extremely dominant. Um, Big weekend for Sasso because he'll have Yaya um, on Sunday. Those are some tough guys. So he started, um, Shane, one, two, three, four. Ten and oh. A couple falls, some decisions. He beat um, some decent guys. He beat Johnny Lovett twice. uh, Beat Quinn Kenner, who's tough. So he had a good start that would make you think it's going to be good, but he's – He's uh, two and three for his last five matches, which I can imagine has probably not happened much in Shane Van Ness's career. So, yeah. Probably not. Kind of rough. Kind of rough. He lost 6-2 to Gomez, 3-2 to Pinero. Uh, which, have we talked about Gomez's injury yet? I feel like no. both shows. Uh, we mentioned it, but no one knows anything. So No one knows much, but he uh, – Gomez tweeted, yeah, if you watch it, it did not look good. He went down very – there's like if you watch it, you can watch it, watch it, and maybe Ben would have some analysis, but you can't really see what happened other than it, it, it doesn't do anything. Like he like cuts away and steps away, and then all of a sudden he's he drops hard, drops. and screaming yeah. in in a lot of pain. And then he tweeted, I think yesterday or the day before, like "Don't count me out," which makes me sound like he's got a real uphill battle in front of him. To, yeah, because the fact that he thinks everyone's counting him out already. Yeah. When no one actually knows, makes me think, oh boy, not not good. And I'm curious, yeah. um, what you know, other than yeah, you you lose a title contender or a guy, the only guy that's beaten y- Yanni since 2017. Um, are there other impacts to? Does, is there a team race impact? Does it really change much? It does, it just seems like beyond the Yanni impact, not a ton. I mean, obviously, it impacts Wisconsin's placement at nationals because certainly. You know, he's obviously their best guy, and Hamidi's their second best guy, but because of the weight class, it's going to be hard for him to place really high. Uh, yeah, so it hurts them a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did Sasso Van Ness for 149. 165, James went pick him for Facundo versus Hartschla. I think that's that's the right move. That's the right move. I think Hartschla's the favorite here. Um, 
I think work Hartzell is weak. Hartzell is weak. I don't know if Fukuno can yet expose those weaknesses. So I'm I going agree. with him. I've been riding with Hartzell to my own detriment. I mean, I, first of all, he won last week. They literally called two twice and just wiped it off. So I would like that pick them change. Twice? Please. I thought it was once. Which one? He said two. He said two twice. So that I'm just counting. Two, two. He twice he said, in the same <laughs> twice the same sequence. You mean that's twice? That's two times. It's actually three uh, times because uh, he he held uh, up two and he said uh, two twice. Uh, and then and then Amin screamed, which I think was a concession of the match. Yeah, so, uh, honestly, that was that was really weird. I wish we had the other camera angle so we could see if he actually had the foot. Because if he had the foot, then I think it should be. Yeah, this is over. It's two. It's over. But you can't quite see, so I'm gonna withhold judgment. Yeah, uh, I I think yeah. if you say two, it's two. Anywho, uh, so yeah, Fukundo's actually ranked higher, which which I understand why with the Amin win, mm-hmm. common opponent there. But I, I like yeah, Karchla Kar- here. Man, I I also like Karchla. I think it's. It's going to be a one takedown match. Is that takedown in the third period or is it in overtime? I'm not really certain. But, you know, Karchla is uh, relatively offensively limited. And this ha- this happens to a lot of guys where, um, you know, he had kind of a sneaky attack sequence. The and then down. once everyone saw it for two months, they're like, oh, that's it? You know, when they kind of figured it out. I see. I don't know. I'm thinking what? back to... to... Him coming up in high, late high school, some of his freestyle stuff. I feel like he's got really good leg attacks. I just think we haven't seen them to the degree we have. Like, he did have the, the shoot-under-dump gimmick thing that really worked. Yeah, that dump, and then he would go this way off it. Yeah. It was pretty effective for the first, say, two months of last year. Yeah, but I always – I never felt like that was, like, his thing. I thought he was good at – Getting the shots. No, that was, well, that was definitely outside. his thing. Because I remember watching against like Parker and a few other guys. I feel like he did that a lot. Kekaisen? Uh Yeah, Parker lost to him at 20, 19 Fargo, 18 Fargo, something oh, like okay. that. okay. Yeah. That was when Parker had his breakout. But yeah, yeah, he would go two-on-one, dump, and then he could drag out the other way. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he had a few other things off that. But yeah, that was his, like, I feel like that was his go-to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Who are you guys? You picking Karchla? Yeah, Karchla. I got Karchla. Karchla. Everyone picking them? Wow. For we, 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 we talked. Uh, I didn't... Bad line. It feels like a one point match. Um, if if so, if it was a point and a half favorite Karchla, I might go. Kundo. Oh yeah, if it was a point and a half, you'd go the other way. He, yeah. He, he'd give I either just... one of them a point and a half, and you go the other way for sure. We talked about people adapting to Harchla's offense and kind of maybe his lack of offense, but I've been a little concerned with Facundo's lack of offense this season as yeah. well. So He's kind of been that way against the top tier guys. Yeah. So yeah. For that reason, Harchla final answer. Mm. A lot of agreement here. A lot of agreement. Aaron Brooks, Caleb Romero, two and a half point favorite for Aaron Brooks. Let's look. How has this gone? So Brooks majored him. I thought so. Yeah. But that is like the only time Brooks has lost by more than two points in his career. You mean Romero? Romero. Right. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that's the only time they've wrestled. Yes. I'm going Brooks for sure. At the NC2A Wrestling Championships. That is 
that's Caleb's only bonus point loss. Um, that's even to crazy. like top guys, he loses by one, two, maybe three. Well, then I expect you to take him. Yeah, Romero's very very difficult to score on, but I think Aaron Brooks has got the the recipe for it. He's lost he lost six one to Massa in twenty one. He lost six zero to Demetrius Romero. This is twenty twenty one. Man, Demetrius Romero, who did he just lose to? This I don't even think we talked about that. But man, you can only be in college so long, and then you're just like, nah, man, my body ain't fresh no more. He lost to the Air Force kid, right? Yeah, he lost to Sam weekend. Wolf from Air Force. And Sam Wolf, he's actually not man. That bad. Air Force is kind of having a sneaky year too. It's not just Sam Wolf's not bad. They're flying under the radar. They're flying under the radar. <laughs> their their captain uh, Wyatt Hendrickson is not the only guy that's uh, climbing the ranks. Um, so shout out to Coach Barber there and the rest of the crew, Air Force doing a nice job. Um, yeah, I gotta go Brooks here. Two and a half. Um, Maybe should have gone three. We should make because I'm going Brooks. Yeah, going it. How can I catch Dag, up if you just Dag going it? You just... I, I went Sasso. You went Shane Van Ness. Not good. Take take the, Romero. That, uh, this guy in the chat, I think Michael nice was place. saying I should just pick every pick the same as you for the rest of the you season. You could do that. That's the coward's way coward's out. Coward's way out. No coward. coward. This is no coward. See, he's courageous. Look at this. This is a courageous sweater. Ben, this is a nice sweater. Ben Winwood. Ben, do you even own a sweater? I'm wearing a sweater right now. That's not a sweater. That's a sweatshirt. Do you not know what a sweater know. is? You're an educated no, man. You're very intelligent. It's something with long sleeves. Long sleeves. You got long sleeves on something it. Something with long sleeves is a sweater. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, you you want to stay warm. You're cold. It's like John Danaher's rash guards are also sweaters. Ben's <laughs> wearing a sweater. Right. Uh, if this is three and a half, would either I'm of you still, change your I'm mind? still going Brooks. I, I think Brooks going to I would go Romero. I would go Romero if it's three and a half. Do we do we want an executive uh, line change here, on the fly? Uh, and on the fly, line change. No, all you're time trying Vegas. to make my life harder. Uh, Let's changing go. it too late. He changed. No, it. you can't change it, you butt face. It's just changed. Oh my That's, god! Uh, he, all right, I'm still I'm still going Brooks. Brooks, don't let me down here. Give me Swole. Don't do something like ride him a whole period for no good Give reason. Give me Swole. Don't do That's, that. We that need could a few very, that could happen. Um. All right, Labriola versus Edmund Ruth. Three and a half points for Michael. Whoo! I thought too much. Edmund Ruth. It's a Edmund lot of like points. Lot of Ed points. Ruth who just lost. He did just lose. He to did Bailey just lose. Bailey O'Reilly's been having kind of a good season. I looked at that earlier. Um, he's yeah, lost to Michael and Labs and Dustin Plot. I mean, that's three really tough dudes. Um, yeah. I'm going Edmund Ruth. Three and a half points is a lot. He doesn't. He does not get scored on a huge amount. He also doesn't score a lot. He's kind of not not super offensive. Very strong guy. Loves his underhooks. Very strong, positionally good, but doesn't score a ton of points. Let's see. What's his worst loss? He lost six four to Bailey. Three one um, to Ethan Smith. That's it. Three one to Ethan Smith. He was undefeated last year. He lost ten seven to Foca in twenty twenty. This is kind of ancient history now. He's been in these streets a long time. My gosh. That's what I'm saying. And I don't even know what his eligibility situation is because. Nor I. 2018, he was a high schooler, right? When he has the, he's got got one match there. So was he in college in 2019 or was he still in high school in 2019? I have no idea. And then 2020, he was obviously in college. And then 2021, there's not even a 2021 season on his wrestle stat. So I don't know where he was. 
Yeah, it says Lehigh. Oh, yeah, it says no. Uh, yeah, I think he was just off. So 18, 19, he was in high school. So 20, 21, he might have. This it says it's his sophomore college? year. It looks like he has two years left after this year. Something like that, yeah. He's, he's impressive. Um, O'Reilly looked good against him, taking him down. Yeah. The the thing that's, con- you know, one Labriola flurry could be big points, and then he doesn't have really the capacity probably to run him down, but still feels oh. like a lot. Um, okay. Too much. Too much. Too rich? Too rich. Not for me. I'm going labs. Yes. Ooh, okay. Let's go. All right. Uh, he hits some sort of leg pass. Scramble, gets back points. That's how he covers. Yeah. That's the scenario that scares me. Okay. Be afraid. Be very afraid. (laughs) Missouri at Oklahoma. Allen Hart versus Moshe Schwartz. Hart, one and a half point favorite. Hmm. I'm thinking about about pushing that Schwartz button. He's been wrestling good the past month. Yes, he has. I I agree with you and that guy's bad. Because you feel, and I guys lost to both Moshe and uh, uh, Young. I kind of have no hesitation in heart here. Um, you have no heart. I'm all heart. <laughs> I think, man, you, you throw out the Southern Scuffle uh, finals. He looked so good, so impressive yeah. there. I, you throw out Andrew Lears. He's just on a different different sort of strata right now for this weight class. Him and Real Woods. So you throw out that match, he looked so good. And I think he'll yeah. be able to do that against Moshe Schwartz. He lost to Jesse Vasquez. That was early. And then he only wrestled and two we matches. We couldn't watch after that one because stupid. Then he wrestled Julian network. Farber and Joe Furno um, since For the now? Southern Scuffle final. That's it. That's that. that. Yeah, that's a normal cadence. He wrestled a little bit, missed a little bit. He's well, I'm just, saying, how can you say he looked so good? He looked great at the Scuffle. He killed everyone at the scuffle. Okay. He did. He killed that's, everyone. That's what I'm saying. Uh, he he was dominant, and then he had Alirez, which you know, different sort of thing. Yeah, he lost yes. to Vasquez in November, but you know that what? was one. So I the mean, only tough opponent he had at scuffle was probably biased. The Missouri guys said like Ooh. he almost had a bunch of takedowns. No one could watch it because that stupid Pac-10 network kept going in and out. Yeah. So here, look, I'll just give a summation. I mean, he majored Jordan Titus, who we all think is pretty good. He beat. Eh. Tom, he, hold on, just relax. He beat Tom Crook eight two. He pinned Droga Mueller, who beat Brock Hardy this yeah. year. Um, Six yeah. zero over Berglund, destroyed Berglund. Uh, no, no problem. Um, that that's a pretty <laughs> solid resume. And there's a ton of pretty solid. Yes. There's a ton of dominant wins in here over guys that are like, eh, okay, you know, not not superstars. This is the easiest pick of the week for me. And it's going to be by – I'm not going to need the half point or whatever. He's going to win by more than that. I can executively bump it up to uh... – No. <laughs> you did your, your one executive bump up. Well, guess what? I just bumped it up to two and a half. No problem. No problem, Bubba. I'm still going hard. Um, see? All that. No more bump ups. You can't be switching it in the middle of the thing. Yeah, this is this – se- This seems like a – Schwartz can be – he does some really funky things. A little sneaky. It's a little sneaky. Yeah, and it got him in trouble um, <laughs> against the Edinburgh kid, Ole. Uh They yeah, put like – Alex Ole. This is – 25 points on the board, and then he got pinned doing something funky. Um, Hart's going to massacre. I'm, I'm, I'm getting 
Six and a half. I'll take it. Whoa. Six and a half. That. That's a lot of points. Let's keep it where it is. I'm going heart. Next next pick. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. Spencer Lee versus Pat McKee. We've got a Lee by pin situation once again. No text. He pins, he pins Pat McKee every time, right? So far. Um, going pin. So it's pin or no pin. Marco Vespa does does plant a seed of doubt in the in this whole pin party thing. That's true. Of course, he broke the streak. He broke the streak. Um, oh, I'll give you, give me Levi Tech, so I'll take McKee. I'm gonna go Spencer Penn. All right. Come on, Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> um, that duel is Friday or Saturday. Friday night. Friday night, yes. 9 p.m., late one. Late one. That might be past Friday, bedtime. Day, that might affect night. his performance. Hey, we're going to have a watch party. I'm going to be there. I don't know who else. I'll have other friends. JD will be in uh, Columbus. That's right. Are you guys yeah. sure you don't have Eastern times on here? These are East for – in the dock, it's Eastern times. On, yeah. Uh, that makes more sense. Okay, 6 and 8. All right, yeah. got it. 8 o'clock. Hopefully the piles have power at this point. They're saying that we'll have power by – Tomorrow night. Thanks, what? Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Two days plus without power? What's wrong with Texas? I don't know. It's not good. Um, Bro, that's you know, a long time. I invited Christian and his family to come stay in my very spacious 600-square-foot apartment. Nice one guy. Bedroom. He even had Cajun pasta. I had Cajun waiting, pasta for Waiting for us. Um, here, I, I, I just, Tyler, I just sent you a picture of my backyard currently. You can, you can pull up. The trees are just out of control right now. There's way too many trees in this world is what too I'm saying. That's the thing. Downtown, we got no trees. No trees downtown. <laughs> falling, falling those power lines. Trees everywhere. Um, took out our fence now. We got all, all kinds of – look at this. Oh, my goodness. You on a chainsaw? I can uh, fly, you fly me down there. I'll bring my chainsaw. Come on. Fly, can you cut that on a carry-on? Just uh, put the chainsaw away. Hmm. David Bray's got chainsaws. What if they let you do that? Probably not. I don't think they let you do that. <laughs> it would seem like. I'm gonna go no. Just check if, it. If they don't like pocket, you might, maybe you got to drain the fluids. You got to drain the fluids first, and then maybe you'll be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, just put and the, the bl- fluids in here. How am I gonna start it? Just put the blade in the in the um, check bag in this the engine part go. in the carry-on. Very normal. There you go. Smart, smart. Dis- dissemble it. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, our, our, uh, our backyard's in shambles. Anyway, we keep it moving. Saturday, we got more duels coming. Nebraska at Purdue. Cronin versus Matt Ramos. This is a pick em. Ooh, I'm, that's a good one right there. I this is a, as coin flip as it gets for I me. like Ramos. Going, I, when I watch I like Ramos, Cronin. I'm like, this guy is really, really good, really talented. He's got a lot of – now, he could just get pinned here. Because um, he's kind of he's kind of zany, but I like it. I'm going with Ramos. I'm going with Cronin because he's been hot. Uh, he was really dominant over Barnett. Three takedowns to zero. Uh, and just looked really good doing it. Uh, Ramos yeah. is more prone to kind of up and down performances. Uh-huh. I feel like his yeah. high is maybe a little higher, but he also has lower lows. Mm, what Ramos do we get? I'm going with the consistency of Cronin. I agree. Cronin's one I dude. Mean, he got, hold on. I, I, the, 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 you, Liam you Cronin is the picture of consistency. Is like I, he lost. No, Cronin's he, had a really good year. He got majored by Caleb Smith and lost to Ethan Bergen. 
of, of army this year. That was beginning of the year. That was before he turned it up. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Let's look at I Matt. Need Ra- to see let's look data. at Matt Ramos. Oh, he, he whooped McKee. He whooped Diagostino, and he whooped Barnett. That's three top ten dudes right there. Okay, we'll whoop in a row. All right, hold on. If I 11, may, six eleven two seven three. I don't think you may. <laughs> may I, Ben? Because you're listen. By every measurement, Matt Ramos has had a better year than Liam Cronin. Okay, his losses are listen. His loss not as bad as Liam's. He lost to Figueroa, Spencer Lee, and the one loss is Anthony Moulton, who randomly beats good guys. Um, this yeah, is true. Moulton's, okay, Moulton's kind of scrappy. Okay, now let's get to the wins. Lots of good wins. He beat. Colton Camacho, who's good. He beat <laughs> – I'll move on after this one. He beat Jax Forrest by Tech Fall, which is, you know, something, but not really for this argument. He beat um, Steve O'Poolin, Noah Certain, Cooper Flynn, Eric Barnett, Pat McKee. He says better wins. He has more acceptable losses. So I reject the inconsistency or that Liam – in fewer matches, has had far more ups and downs than Matt Jamie Ramos. said inconsistent. I just said Cronin's been really good. You agreed. You agreed. <laughs> you said I agree. I can, I can have a I court I agree reporter. that Cronin's been really good, yes. Yeah. And I just he just beat three top ten guys, and none of which were close matches. They weren't four threes or three twos. We don't like – listen, Team Ramos doesn't like winning big. We like to put on a he show. He actually doesn't. He's got a lot of close ones. <laughs> uh, but I – so I don't feel like I'm – Rolling the dice with some, you know, wild swashbuckler. I feel like they're both sort of wild in- swashbuckler. They're not like what? inconsistent. In- There's not like a more consistent guy between the two. So I, without hesi- without hesitation, Matthew Ramos, lock right. it in. Final answer, Reege. Final answer. Okay. Two Cronins and a Ramos. Two Cronins and a Ramos. Like- I do not feel confident. I would not feel confident yeah, either way. I don't feel that. I'd confident. be okay going with the Ramos pick. Um. But I go Cronin. Peyton Rob versus Kendall Coleman. Three and a half points for Peyton Rob. That's what I said, but Woo! then I just looked. I just looked. He has not been good against Peyton Rob. My initial feeling was to pick Kendall Coleman, and I'm looking back through some history. Look at the history. I'm gonna pick Peyton Rob. <laughs> um, so he's won by four, by eight, by two. Oh, they wrestled. Kendall so Coleman many times. beat him in 2020. One. And then uh, he beat him, 7-3. Uh, man, it's not been good. It's not been good. That being said? That being said, <laughs> that's a lot of points. And I think Kendall will keep it within three or less. I feel good about this. I I'm don't going feel- Peyton Rob. He's been good this year. He's been real and good. And I thought Kendall Coleman had actually been, was kind of turning it up. And then he went and lost to Garrett Model. And I think Garrett Model is pretty tough, but then Model kind of got rolled up by Rob. He lost to Seabrook, and he got beat by uh, Levi Haynes really badly. Well, Seabrook, Haynes, and Rob are, are looking like better and better losses. They anymore. are, but, but, then, but for like Kendall. against Haynes and Rob uh, against Model weren't really all that competitive. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going Rob. Rob. I'm with the hot hand. Give me KC Stampede. Let's do it. Um, the problem is sometimes Peyton or Kendall just get pinned. Yep. What is concerning to me is Rob's two to zero victory over Chumbly. 
Chumbly's tough. Chumbly's tough and defensively up... known he won't attack sometimes. That's <clears throat> yeah. So I'm ro- I'm ro- rolling with the Boilermakers. Both of these. Boiler up. Um, congrats to Mark Manning. 300 wins. That's oh a yeah. Whole, that's a whole lot of wins. That's a lot of winning. A lot of them. What a what a legend. Great guy. Great coach. Go Huskers. Okay, Iowa State at Pittsburgh. This is the Bastida Bana Corsi Bowl. We can't wait for this one. Bastida. So this is the only this is the only match you put in here, but there should be some other fun matches in here. You guys brought There'll up be fun um, ones. Swiderski Matthews is fun. They're yep. just not like top ten. Coleman Heller. Um yep. probably someone's going on their back there. Yep. Yeah, some good ones. Could we okay. see Pitzer? Are they gonna use Pitzer versus Skyler? I believe that he's got a he's got another one. Keith Gavin should yeah they'll definitely use him. Definitely use him. They should at least. It's at home too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy him a plane ticket in Pittsburgh. Wow, Pittsburgh. It's amazing. Pittsburgh. So, that's, that's a great name. Bastida, right there. a point and a half favorite. What do we think about this, Ben? I don't think uh, the line's bad. I kind of want to pick Bonacorsi. He's been really good this year. The one thing that worries me a little bit is that. He sometimes he has this habit to keep shooting when he's losing and not keep it close, which I, I guess I'm kind of okay with. But uh, that you know that so makes me talked, think he could lose by more than one and a half. Yeah, for sure. I talked about this with him uh, this fall, and he you know he very much recognized that was a, an issue, and he's like, I just have to be a little more. I still have to be offensive, but I've got to be more selective. I think he knows it's a thing that he's got to sort of address if he wants to reach his goals. So I think he's going to be a little savvier there. I get th- – I'm going to go with Bonacorsi because he can lose by one and still win. He's got an advantage on the mat here against Younger, albeit we don't know mm-hmm. to the degree because Younger is getting better underneath. I feel like that be a, won't be a factor. The mat won't be a factor. Unless it goes to tiebreakers – I don't see that happening. Yeah. So I'm going with that. Um, cool. I'm well, David Slager, this is my first week listening to the show. Love the insight and perspective. New fan for life. Thank you, David. For oh, life. yeah. For life. Shout out to David. Well, we lost a fan for life yesterday because we said pin is the way to um, – is the actual goal of folks on wrestling. So we did We're lose one him. yesterday. We're not losing him. He's in it. We're not going to lose him. Uh, no, Christian. There, listen. That was pretty ridiculous of you to say a pin is the goal, folks. Style wrestling. <laughs> hey, okay, I'm a dreamer. Um, I'm saying you're tell not me I'm not one. the only one. Uh, thankfully, not the only one. <laughs> All right, so I'm going. You have to go. Bastida. I'm hammering that. Bastida I love Bastida. You know, Shane was asking like, what's your favorite? Um, if you could pick like, your three like feel good All Americans, I don't. I, I didn't come up with a good. But if Younger Bastida won an NCAA title, that might make me as happy as, as any other. Why? Well, what do you love him what so much a, for? What a story. This guy was cute. He didn't – he he comes here. He doesn't know any English when he gets here, any at all. Now he's, he knows yeah, English. Right. He's going Pretty to school. Story. Like he learned an entirely new style of wrestling, which is very nuanced and When different. he was born, the odds of this happening in his life were next to none. Yeah. And – You've, and you look at the jumps he's made. Like he definitely has. Like you can tell the the programs put a lot of time into him, but he is clearly 
paid the paid the dues as well to get this good. I I think it's an I think it's an amazing story. Um, yeah, so, you're right. Great story. Um, so yeah, he's up there for me. Plus, he's just really fun. Although he should don't stick your tongue out at people. I think that's I think that's childish. Younger. <laughs> Come on, need, sometimes you gotta be a little childish. <laughs> that's not no. You shouldn't stick your tongue out at people. Why not? Undeniably, it's once in a while. It, on the wrestling mat, you're sticking out your tongue. If listen, I'll tell you this right uh, I think now, it's ben, hilarious. I'm ben, in with it. If one of your guys <laughs> did that at, at one of your middle school, at a PNL duel, and they're in the middle of a match, and they win, and they stick their tongue out. You better have a conversation with that guy. You would, and you know you would, and that's why you're sticking your tongue out at me because that's the petulant little response when I got you because you know you're wrong. You know uh, you're no, wrong. I think it's I think it's funny. I think sticking your tongue out is hilarious. I think like, it, nanny nanny boo boo. You can't get me. He, I use that no. with my kids all the time. Come we on, play in the basement. This isn't basement. Come on, dude. Um. <laughs> Someone said I'm backing uh, off Bo, Fairweather friend. No way. I'm not backing off Bo, Rolf Gates. <laughs> I'm still with him, side by side. Okay. Um, okay. So, ben, who is your pick here? You, uh, I picked Bonacorsi. Okay, Bonacorsi. You've got Bastida. Stop, taking your, stop uh, sticking your tongue out. You can spike your head <laughs> now, here, that though. I, now that I know that it bugs you so much, I'm just going to stick my tongue out constantly. It doesn't bug me on a like a personal level like it's like a pet peeve of mine. It's just like, uh, I don't know. It's that's a little kinda childish. Not, it's pretty childish, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Sammy Sass. No, no, I skipped one. Vito versus Michael Kolioko. Vito, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Vito is um, betting lines poison because – you just don't know with this guy. He's so crazy. This um, is true. Two and a half feels. Yeah, I got Vito here. Listen. Yeah, Vito. No hesitation. You definitely hesitate. I hesitated. <laughs> so I can say no hesitation, but I, there is hesitation. I'm man enough to admit when I hesitate. I'm going to Vito, Vito as well. Vito, Vito across the board. Yeah. Look well, tough though. I wouldn't he be surprised tough. to see this be like a five to three match, six to four, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it'll be Kolioko's having a nice year. But Vito's so good on his feet. Sammy Sasso, Yaya Thomas. Sasso, point and a half. <sighs> Yaya's looking really, really, really good. Nah, but didn't I, he get two takedowns against Gomez? No. Look, he got taken out once. No. Oh my gosh! Just, no, he did get taken out, but then he got that was Sasso, where he got hurt. Sasso whooped up on him. Who are we talking about right now? You said he. Sorry, I, thought, I was talking about Yaya Thomas. Didn't he give up one takedown before the injury? No, no zero zero going into the second. Zero zero. Okay, who am I thinking about? Which match am I thinking about? Not that one. Not that one. You're thinking about Van Ness. Oh, maybe. you know what I'm thinking about? No, I'm thinking about him. How good he looked against Max Murin. I was thinking about it backwards. Yeah. Um, yep. Hmm. I got Yaya. Point and a half, huh? Point and a half. I think that's probably the right line. Yeah, that's based the right on line. their history. Good job, JD. Mm-hmm. Sasso was it this season at CKLV? He kind of whooped up on him. Eight two. Wow, that's right. Jeez, Ooh, I forgot about that. I must say, so yeah, I almost made it. this a two and a half. But Gaia has been. I'm gonna go Yaya well yeah, because uh, weigh-ins too with Sasso. I bet that one was later in the day. 
some point. Yaya is not exactly a small 49-pounder. No, but Sasso fell off a cliff against uh, yeah. uh, Gomez. Remember how, how bad that third period was? Yeah. And Henson. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think Yaya is the kind of guy that brings you to that. You know, he's he's a little more. Yeah, he, no, he doesn't. He's, he's not going to rush super hard. All right. Um, <laughs> so Nate Stakely said Sasso's only beaten him 40 times. Yeah. We are maybe being a little, maybe a little too respectful of Yaya or disrespecting Sammy. Who's to say? We're not trying to be uh, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But Yaya, I do think Yaya has, is bringing a level of consistency. This has been a crazy close match in the past. They're, they're, uh, I just vividly remember because I was sitting Matt side for their Big Ten match in um, 2020, Rutgers, before the world shut down. And it was just the most nip and tuck match for Sammy, he did win, but it was so. There were periods of time it looked like he was not going to. It was a tiebreaker win for him. So I'll go Yaya here, perhaps to my own peril. Tough weekend for uh, for the Buckeyes. They got two two pretty tough duels. Two good duels. Mm-hmm. And Missouri at Oklahoma. This one's easy. Mako <laughs> time, baby. Let's go. Man, Mako was doing good, and then. He's been beating him. He's been beating him in both duels, and then freaking lost. So Peyton, you got a good gas tank. Let's go, use it, baby. Plot does too. Plot was the one that was scoring Plot late. Plot does too. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. Um, Plot okay. likes to come, uh, also, come behind. Mako does some weird stuff sometimes. Um, uh, this is at Oklahoma State. Two and a half. I'll ride with your boy this time. I don't feel great about it. I'll go on Mako. He'd just be doing some crazy stuff. Um, that's okay. Hey, good question Let's here. Let's go from, Mako. Good question here from JD. Uh, and something to be paying attention to. Arizona State wrestles Oregon State on Sunday night. Who is Arizona State going to use? Yeah, I kind of wanted to put Canada? it in um, here, but I really don't know who they're going to use. You know what we should do is... Just the pick em, or the pick should be, who, <laughs> who does Arizona State use? Not if they win. Just like, who do they send out? Um, I feel like Courtney, but I don't know. Just, now, now, did Figueroa wrestle like Courtney. Him? See, they would have had the opportunity to hit at CKOV, right? Oregon yeah. State was there. I don't think they did. They didn't hit. Um, Kaylor did not do great there. Um because if one of if Figueroa had wrestled him and beat him, I would put a lot of money on Courtney wrestling. Because mm-hmm, they're trying to get the win for both of them. Right. So at Cliff Keene, he lost. Actually, it's not that bad. Uh, he lost to Cronin and Matt Ramos, who are pretty freaking good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's probably going to be Courtney, but I'll, I'll admit they're, uh, the, them using Figueroa recently does plant a little seed of doubt. And what they're yes. doing, but definitely something to monitor. Okay, what else is popping? That's um, it. We got all the popping things going. All I don't. Want, no, yeah, no, not this. No, not that. Okay, we're not gonna talk about that. And you guys don't know what that is, but this <laughs> is not happening. Um, uh, let's go. Question: Did Ben trash talk while actively wrestling a live match? Yes. Yes. He didn't just trash talk. He stuck his tongue out. Did you? you didn't <laughs> I don't know if I ever out. stuck my tongue out. I should have tried that one one time. I actually don't think I did ever stick my tongue out. Yeah. That's good. 
Um, someone asked, who's Askren been fighting? And then someone says his wife hit him with a toaster. Did Amy wife, throw a toaster she doesn't at have you? Enough, she doesn't have enough for strength to hit me with a toaster and hurt me. First of all. <laughs> no, I told you guys both what I did on both of these. Yeah, we know what happened, Ben. But we know what happened. Yeah, we heard your side. But I, I think explained myself. I think I think Amy dropped a, a toaster on me right on your if you were asleep, <laughs> listen, if you were asleep and she just stood over you and dropped it on your eye, it would split your eye open. I don't know if it would, Christian. Come on. Debatable. Your 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 uh if your single leg is still generating enough force to split your eye, I dare say a toaster could do it. Hmm. Mm. I got a pretty pretty tough single leg. Shot it hard. Evidently. Mm-hmm. Who's, uh, this is an often asked question just in wrestling lore. Who's the best college wrestler to never win a national championship in the last 20 years? This guy offers up John Trench, who is a, uh, a fine option. Caldwell's one that gets tossed around a lot. Po- Poeta's he, he, one I like. Oh, Tyler Caldwell. Um, Mike Poeta. So for me, it needs to be someone who was like considered the best guy at di- different points in the year, right? Um, did we ever think, like, I don't think there was ever a year where, like, Tyler Caldwell... Well, it's because he was in, like, Kyle Dake's weight, David Taylor's weight. That's his thing, is he only Mm. lost... Jordan Burrow's weight. (laughs) Chris Perry. That's his thing, is, like, he only had, like, six losses or something in his college career, but it was all to multiple-time really good national champions. We gotta look up his his, uh, losses at, uh... NCAs? At NCAs. This is gonna be... You're going to feel for Tyler Caldwell here. So his last year was 2014. Very um, good. He lost to David Taylor. 2013. Um, pretty sure it would have been Dake. But I want, I want to pull up all his losses. Let me see if I can. Dang it. I used to – I had this uh, had this little thing. I mean, it was it was Burroughs. It was Taylor. Um, Andrew Howe, maybe. Howe, right? for sure. He lost to Burroughs in the finals. Um, called well. No, he was definitely gone by then. Yeah, definitely. Um, who? G- Graf gets th- thrown uh, in there a little bit. He definitely. Um, he was in position to win in 2014 and didn't. Oh, Graf's a good one. Graf's a good one. Um, what you, what'd th- you guys say about my Poeta one? I like, like Poeta. I'm trying to think back. Um, he lost so close twice in the finals. He lost really close. Brian Snyder also another 157 that lost two really close finals matches. Yeah, uh, Snyder's definitely up there. Andrew Long, number one. <laughs> Not Andrew stop. Long. Stop. You just stop right now. Um, I think you can't get can't beat the ones that we we said right there. There's five there. You can put them anywhere you want, but really good. Yeah, I really want to look up all these Tyler Caldwell. Michael McMullen. McMullen is the one where I'm like, I never felt like he was going to win it. He just always no. wrestled really well at NCAs, but I was never like, he's the guy to beat here. Ness, Sam Hazelwinkle. Finalist. Sam Hazelwinkle. Three 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 two. Hayes. I think sure. Hayes was supposed to win his senior year. He had dominated. He killed, he killed Donahoe at Big Twelves. Killed and then um, lost. So I think. Yeah, I think you almost have to go him. Um, oh, I found my little brackets folder at long last. Let me see. So, oh, shoot. I only went back oh, to look at this. 2017, Andrew Spade, the best to never win a title, 170 pounds. Number one, Tyler Caldwell. He went 5-2-3-2. Two, two. 
Does he list his losses? He lost a it's a sophomore called Will lost to a guy named Jordan Burroughs. Redshirted. He lost to David Taylor. Taylor. And he lost to Dake uh, at some point. So that's his last couple of years. He lost to three of the greatest American wrestlers ever. Truly. Um, so, yeah, that makes it tough. Yeah. Thomas Gilman. TPG for oh, sure was Gilman's supposed going. to. Gilman, you know, he was uh, a high seed as his sophomore year in 2015. 2016, he made the finals, lost to Nico. 2017, what happened? Uh, was that the cruise that... year? Yes, that yes. was the cruise year. Um, and that was his senior mm-hmm. season. And then he immediately went on. Oh, James Green. Uh, oh, that's a good one. But he's I don't won... feel like James Green was quite as close as some of the other guys we mentioned. No. And sometimes I feel like with a few of these guys, you know, Gilman and Green specifically, um, they're post-collegiate. Uh, accomplishments, Influences. you know, bring them up because they did yeah. so well after college. Uh, no, I completely agree with that. And Green, well, the interesting thing with James is he was he a world medalist going into his senior year? No, he medaled after, I guess, losing to Imar. Um, but he was never like his senior year. It was it was Imar's weight, right? He had. He lost to Imar in the regular season, and he lost to him in uh, at NCA. So we were, even though probably coming in the year, we're like James is going to win this weight. It was pretty clear that it was going to be Imar at that point. McMullen. Oh, but man, but James was his <laughs> in 2014. He was definitely supposed to win that year, and then he got Nest. Uh, Nest Gator Bacon him through when he was the one seed, and he had destroyed Dylan at Big Tens that year. And that's the year that um, Daringer won. So, I don't know. Green's Green's up there for sure. McMullen yeah. uh, went three two three three at NCAs. Brester two time finalist. Craig Brester was really good. A lot of people forget about Ooh. him. He beat he beat Varner um, once. Beat my say. brother, but Matt, Max killed him for a while, and then. I think they're junior. I think Max beat him like five times, and then Max lost to him twice. He got good, really good at the end there. Um, yeah. Hamlin's up there, they say. Two-time finalist. Mm-hmm. Muchastegi, two-time finalist, who had Ed Ruth. Yeah. Um, I just wait. Urschalt was really good. A lot of good guys. All right. This is, uh, Tyler just reminded me, this is, there's a meme that, Dudes can literally just sit around and name old sports players and have the best time. <laughs> that's all <laughs> oh, the memories, boys. That's, so, that's what we just did for ten minutes. Oh, yeah, we're, all, we're remember this guy. This guy was good. This guy was good. Remember how good this guy was? It's yeah. best when it goes to the deep cuts. Yeah. What's the deepest cut we just made here? Probably a Mucha Steggy. Robert that's Hamlin. A, that's a deep cut. But it's best when like, do you just remember this like one starter who? Beat yeah. the, like beat this one guy this one time and then mm-hmm. it was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you. Another really good guy to never win, Montel Marion. Wow. Ooh, deep That's cut right there. That's a good one. You never I mean, quite put it together. Also, uh, Dan Dennis. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. So, got nest. Got nest. <laughs> so, oh, what I would say, okay, fun. so backing up, uh, Montel, that year, well, one, his senior year, he lost to was it his senior year he lost to Dake? 
No. Mm. Yeah. It was not his, it was his junior, junior year. Yeah. And then in 2011, he had that extremely controversial match with Kellen Russell where he had like sort of two takedowns. Oh, right. Christian, if I haven't heard you talk about this match 700 times. What? What do you mean? Montel Mary, Kellen Russell. Listen, you know I've been on the show for 500 episodes or something, right? Yeah. 450. You have talked about Kellen Russell and Montel Mary no less than 12 times. You're like you that are out of your mind. I, and I'm you're actually... like Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa, I only come to Thanksgiving and Christmas with you, but I heard that story every year for the last decade. Man, I really don't think I've told that story very many times. You definitely you know have. I'm going to start bringing up all the stories you retell, man. Uh, you're I you're a big retailer try, yourself. I hate it. I try not to retell any stories. All right, well, I'm going to start reminding you so you understand how much you do it. Are you sure? Yeah. I'll do it. Grandpa since Piles. Gonna, since you're going to be like that, and it doesn't make it less true if I've if I've told it before. It's on the top. I didn't bring up Montel Marion. Did I say Montel Marion's name? No, James no, D. Raider. That was JD's did. fault. That was JD's fault. Okay, I didn't mention Kellen Russell's name. Five to hear how close Montel Marion was to win a title one more damn time. I'm leaving. Then leave. He was close. <laughs> Hang up the call. I actually got to pee real bad. So I'm oh, here we leaving. go. It's only nine thirty-five. You're gonna have to dig deep. <laughs> A few other quick ones from the chat that we can move on. Lance Some Palmer, of my Wayne Ballman. Adam Kuhn. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Adam Kuhn. Uh, Hayden Heidley. Yeah. Good one. Hey, hey I got a question you brought I mean, Hayden Heidley. Almost I meant beat, to say he maybe should have beaten Nolf that one year. It was hey, can I, can I ask a Hayden Heidley yeah. question? Yes. Is anyone good with this? Okay, so last year, his senior year of college, he bumped up all the way to 174, right? And we mm-hmm. thought, oh, my God, this guy must be so big for 157. That's why he's bumping up. He's even skipping 165. Didn't he just wrestle 70 kilograms yesterday in yes. Uh, Croatia? Yes. So, yeah, there's a lot. I'm not. Why didn't he stay at 50? Why didn't he stay at 157? He might have won. That was a whole. There's a huge difference in going overseas and making 74 or 70 kilograms once every couple months than having to do it twice a week. No, for put put them on a pitch count. I don't think I I don't, think, also I don't wrestled, think that's Hayden's style. I don't think he's th- to win an NCAA are, title, put him on a pitch count. For sure. Yeah. I think it was part of like I remember vividly after NCAA's I think Bracky did an interview with him or was was something and he was like I didn't want he didn't want to come back at all and then he's like okay I'll come back, but I don't want to cut any weight. I just want to go um, 174 and see how I can do. And then remember, he wasn't even going to wrestle a senior level. Yeah. This was his first event back. Um, Also, technically, he wrestled 72. Because you get two kilos at ranking. If he's wrestling 70, he's going to wrestle 70, which is what, 154 point something? Yeah. With my calculator. Yeah. 54 and a half. 54 and a half. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't think Hydley's in the conversation personally. I never felt like he that was. That match with Nolf, though. He wrestled Nolf close one time. Um, and, like, listen, while that was not properly the right call, that was like a first period or early in the match situation where, you know, who knows how Nolf wrestles that moving, moving forward. It's not like a buzzer beater should have been. T- it's not like the Harchla Amin thing where if they call the two, the match is over. And it was ignored. It was early in the match, and so you can't get hung up on that too much. Even though Caleb Pyle still brings up that match, it very much bothers him. Um, <laughs> he's like, 
like he should have won that. Well, maybe. Okay. Um, next up. Next question. Where did I lost the doc uh, for a brief moment? I lost the doc. Oh. Yeah. FRL. 891. Can you believe 891, Ben? That's so many. I know. That's what I said. So I've been on since 442. I think I looked it up. So I've been on 450 shows. Heard you talk about Montel Marion and Callen Russell so many times. I don't think that's true. <laughs> but uh, okay. So uh, good question. All right. Do, do, do. Well, I don't want to know about a pickleball court. Where, where's that? Oh, do you guys have a pickleball uh, says, court at the yeah. HQ? Have I played pickleball? Here you guys talk about ping pong. Pickleball is really fun. So uh, it is really fun. Sweeping the, the, the world? Yeah. So I first started playing pickleball at the um, the children's mental hospital where I worked. And I was like, this is really fun. Because it's like, it's like ping pong, which I love. But a little more tennis a little more movement. It's actually sort of exercise. Um, yeah. I would like it. I do like it. And, yeah, if you can play pickleball, you should. But we do not have one at HQ um, yet. JD's, yet. JD, maybe we'll build one. I, I would like, I would like, you know, when we're not using the space out here, convert will, it to a pickleball court. Will there ever be another season where Kale decides to take a punt year and redshirt everyone? Hmm. Probably not, but you never know. I don't know if he'd ever – yeah, will his recruiting classes ever put him in that sort of a position is is the question, right? Where you have so many points coming off the books one year and then you have basically a true freshman class coming in the next year. Um, pro- probably, the safe money is no. Probably not. Probably not. There, there, I think it's more likely, and this has been Randolph, good question, more likely that he'll be a scenario where Hey, you, you sit a Levi Haynes type of guy for a year when he's probably your best guy, but you still can win. But as far as multiple guys who have already wrestled and then you redshirt them. Yeah. But that's not really what Kale did. He only did that. Well, I guess he did it with Zane and Zane. Those two. Um, Because you think about it was also Nolf Nickel Nevels that sat were probably their their best guys. Um, Um, Hey, good question here. This kind of ties in with what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just lost it, but I, I know what the question was. It was uh, more likely Bo, Shane Van Ness, and Haynes all placing or none of them placing. Whoa. Uh, I, think I think none of them. Cause more I likely, don't think it's none. likely that they all place. If all three place, that is. Uh... That's wild. Although. I think the most likely scenario is kind of like one or one or two of them. Um, That's a good three, question. I think, is yeah. not all that likely, and none is not all that likely. Yeah, actually, I I think I would be genuinely now that I think about it, I would be genuinely more surprised if none of them placed. They have three viable top ten guys, not place. That would surprise me. More than Vaness, but Vaness hasn't had that huge win this year, so no. Yeah, I, I think, think it, I think it's I think two, one or answer. two of them plays. Yeah, I mean that's obviously the the safer answer. But of the yeah. two options, I would be more surprised if none of them placed. I'll say that that would really surprise me if Bo Bartlett didn't place. It, and that's definitely possible. And Levi Haynes did. Now I, it's obviously possible, Ben, but I think it's hey. 
Unlikely. Get sassy with me like that one more time. I'm coming down there with my chainsaw. Listen, I'll give you a, I'll give you a matching eye. You keep on. I'll, I'll, I listen. So this one time, Montel Marion and Kellen Russell went at it. I'll show you. Um, <laughs> Chase White says, "Hot take: RBY wins his third NCAA title, but it's not over fix in the finals." That's that's that is reasonably hot. That's um, very hot because it would have to be Arusha then. Yeah, no one else is beating Dayton Fix, and I would be shocked if Arugia does also. Yeah, I would too. Um, yeah. I mean, Dayton Fix is a guy who, if he doesn't win this year next year, will be on the, the list, the if not best. number one. He will be the number one, no yes. argument. I mean, five times sec. It's not going to happen. He's he's going to get one. Um, Got to get one. What percentage chance do you give him against Roman right now? I don't know. It's so hard because it, it's so it's close, so but it's also you've already seen it twice. Thirty-five. What has he changed? I don't know. I don't know. Not what he, he's I, changed. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Twenty. Thirty. Somewhere in there. Thirty percent. So if you say, at some point, math does math enter the equation? Because what percentage chance did he have at winning the first year, in the second year? And I, mean, then this I thought year? it was higher. I think I picked him the first year for sure. For sure, yes. And then even and I might have picked him the second year. You did. We both did. Yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, I don't know who who James did, but I know we both picked Dayton. We were yeah. we were all in on the. There were a couple of narratives that that fueled it. One, we were saying, okay, yeah, he lost to Roman this year, hit the first time because he was holding fifty seven and the Olympic trials and this and that and coming yeah, off yeah, suspension. Yeah. But now and then he goes, he makes the team. Uh, and he gets world silver. We're like, different guy, different guy. And then he's looking great all year long. He's killing everybody. Yep. And so we're like, it's just a different guy, different Dayton. He's going to do it. And then he does do it again. So now I'm, I'm sort of out of rationalizations other than I just – then it's like just a pure numbers game. Like how many times can so, two yeah. people that are relative equals, relative, not quite, can the same quite. guy win? Um, yes. So I don't know. It's weird because all right, I'll, I'll make. There could be an equivalent team sport where you have one team that is slightly better than another team. But if they wrestled or if they competed three times, it'd be very unlikely for them to win. Yeah, three so times. So many more but, variables. But wrestling is so different in that you can have two guys that are that close, and the yeah. same guy can win every single time. Um, so that's why the math can really distract or like. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking the percentage might actually be lower because he's just—he's not a lot better, but he's a little bit better, and that little bit better is going to make a difference a lot of times. Like it yeah. may be only a ten or fifteen percent chance. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be fun to talk about as we get closer to it. How they both? Yes. Look. But the thing is, we're not going to know anything until it happens nope. again. We will. We're going to watch them unless they're one gonna... of them loses, which won't happen. Right. Yeah, that's we'll the only not. thing. But we're going to get to it, and there's going to be a. And I think that's what makes it exciting is there's going to be a, a huge element of we still don't know how this is. If if, if Dayton's made the changes or not, we're not going to know till we see it, which is good yeah. reason to tune in. Um. Hey, is I got a piece so bad, and man, I made it till nine forty-five. I made it. I made it. Fine. Yeah. It's a very, Coward. It's been very Some people are without power, and you, Ben, you can't. They hold can still it. go pee outside. At least it's not. No, we can still use toilets this time around. We can use toilets. That's great. Yeah. Shout water. out to toilets. Bye.
Have a great weekend, guys. Shout out to you, Ben. Watch party tomorrow. This guy on the call for Penn State, Ohio State. All kinds of fun activities. Great weekend of wrestling before us. And uh, we will see you next Monday. And that is it. The show is over. Goodbye. <laughs>